Can we do more? Mm. <laughs> Keep the bowl going. Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah. Okay. We have a we have a, a reference note. So I'm so was, excited. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited. Today Absolutely. we have Ian Crawford and Alethea. Crawford are, well, she's always with I'm just us. here. It's Alethea. <laughs> Alethea's always with, she's the connector. And her husband, Ian. I'm here right now. Thank you for coming <laughs> in with us, Ian. Dropping in. Hey, no problem. Happy beer. Yeah. yeah. In case you hadn't figured it out, Ian is an incredibly talented musician and probably... I guess the best, probably that's what you're most known for is your fucking your, your musical gifts that you share with all of us. Like I feel like that's the that's like the thing that like everybody knows you for. I was yeah, well, yeah. That's what I'm usually putting out there. Yeah. <laughs> so super talented, and we're lucky we get to call him a friend. He's hanging you. out with us today, and thanks, thanks for sharing some time, man. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. So, <clears throat> um, tell us a little bit about like what got you from point A to point B. Like what was childhood like and whatever you want to share with us. Just jump Child, in. Like, what was childhood? Okay, wow. Yeah. Childhood. Diving in, dive out. Um, well, I mean, sticking, sticking kind of, I guess, from like a musical perspective, <clears throat> I guess like, I started music in childhood. Um, I started playing the drums when I was 11, or sorry, 10. And, oh, uh, wow. And then um, guitar at 11 a year later. Oh, wow. So. Um, but I actually, you know, and I, and I, uh, I, I, I kind of, I have this kind of theory, so I'm one of those uh, people that, I don't know if people have heard the term like perfect pitch, where you can like mm, hear notes, yeah. kind of like just like like my lovely wife here just played the singing bowl, and mm. I just, you know, I'm, okay, I know that's like roughly around a G, what is known in music is G on a page, you know, and so, so you know, tune, you move around, it. and so it's like, um, but like kind of pulling that note out of thin air, knowing what it is, and where wow. it is, is, is like a thing that some people have, and I was, when I was, when I was very young, um, and when I got screened for like kindergarten, I, they found out I was like very blind, like extremely oh, wow. blind. So I, so I, yeah. um, I was like the one kid they pulled away, and they're like, and I just always kind of thought the world was blurry. You know, oh, my wow. first like five years of my life, right. and like, and so, you know, and I, and it was, um, I kind of adapted around it. So I think that's my my theory, like knowing like when people lose a sense or right. you, know, you know like you they, they get they, the other one yeah. tightens so that's my my theory too because i'm i've passed legal blindness you know i got contacts oh, wow. in, you know, even with my contacts i can't see i never even knew fully that. Yeah. fully uh fully 2020 uh, but it gets me through i can wow. 
and they found out that he had perfect pitch in, in music class. I was going to say, actually, like, so, so walk yeah. us a little bit more about what that means, like, for somebody that doesn't know what well, perfect there's, pitch is. Well, so it's, um, it's the ability, like, I guess it's the ability to um, pull out a frequency from thin air and know mm -hmm. what it is musically. I guess that's the way we, we interpret it. It's basically just like knowing how, like if I hear a door creak, I can tell you, well, that's like a B flat. You know, it's like roughly wow. within within the vicinity of what we, and just in, in Western music, you know, like we, you know, we, we structured pitch, you know, like we, we like put it into a series of lines and notes that we put on a page or like, you know, like frets on an <coughs> instrument. So it's, it's, it's organized. So like, it's wow. basically just the like, you know, and I kind of just That's starting so to play the guitar. I would like, you know, I was learning like Nirvana and you know stuff like that, and be like, oh, well, that's like the note from that song. And I just would kind of know. I've heard this song. You know, I grew and like I listened to it, like my parents would listen, had music on in the house all the time. So I was always listening to anything from like Green Day to the Grateful Dead. You know, like all the time. Wow. Um, and so it's just like all these songs. I'd be like, because I started picking up the instrument. Oh, like that's the note to this song and this song and this song and this song. And I just knew it right away. And wow. then like that's the note to this song and this song and this song right away. And I thought that was just something you did. And so I was in I was in seventh grade in my band class and I was playing the drums, I was in the concert band. And I was like up in the back, um, like you know, they have like the symph yeah. symphonic band. I was like up in the back and, yeah. and our, our instructor, she's a horn player. And so she, um, in music, basically, um, she was showing the trumpets something and in music, uh, a trumpet's C, what they noticed like uh, the note C mm -hmm. uh, is, the what's called concert pitch which is the actual like pitch like on a piano or something like um mm -hmm. it, a trumpet c is b flat so i heard the note oh, wow. b flat and i read and she kept saying c and i was really confused by it because i was like You're i was probably playing flat? like johnny be good or something <laughs> something in b, something, something in b flat you know wow. and just and i would like hear that note and she's i'm like why and i raised my hand like isn't that no b flat not c and she's just like and she looks at me really weird she's like like what do you mean and i'm like the note that he's playing like that you're having him play isn't that a isn't that a b flat like i'm hearing b flat and everyone's like looking at me like <laughs> like what are you talking about like, and she's like but she knew like that's like the pitch was b so she's like you can see she's like the gears are kind of turning so she's like she's like turn your back to everybody so she starts oh going over to the piano God. and hitting all these notes like what's wow. this note like this is d oh this is c sharp this is um you know, this is A flat, oh you know, and everyone's just like, how did you do that? And I'm like, I just thought you could do it. I just like, you know, and I'd only been playing music for like not even two years. Whoa. Um, and I've only been playing a melodic instrument for, for maybe, maybe a year. So I was just kind of trying to figure out, you know, like stuff from songs I knew, but I like, I knew it's, it, it, what they, what they are, you know, like just, it's just all about the organization of it. But then, and then the more, and it's, it's the way I kind of, yeah, it's it's a, it's a it's a weird thing. Like it's it, it, it's a blessing and a curse. As a, if you, really? Yeah, it's like because you you not when you hear things it, when you hear things um, that are jarring to your ear. Like everyone's yeah. ear yeah. hones in on different yeah. things and like it's it, but, really but things that are like very because there's because there's different kind. Like you can like I love blues music and I grew up listening to music that was like an blues from the, is that category or a evolutionary okay. uh, result of blues. Yeah. Um, like a lot of, like, and so 
a lot of that music, especially in like blues singing, is like about that struggle. You know, it's like it's like getting to the, the you're trying to push to the like where you're going, and that creates that feeling. So like I really, I feel really lucky because like I feel like from an early age I was very into that. What is clotmit on a page is like very, ever so slightly imperfect. It's very human to me. It's very like so. I like I I, I feel like I because I had a lot of instructors once I kind of knew what I could do with that that were like oh we want to get you like play I had teachers like throughout my school career like uh, wanting to have like oh you really should dive into studying classical music and doing wow. these things and I and I never really I never it was I mean I love classical music and I, I find it very wonderful to listen to and, and I love hearing my wife okay. play it on her violin you know okay. and and, um, and and I but I just it was not like the direction I wanted to go artistically and musically, and I knew I wanted to be an artist with my instrument. That okay. was that was something that was very embedded in me from a very early age. Okay. I knew I wanted to do it. I begged okay. my parents for a couple of years to get an electric guitar, okay. and you know I was young, so they they it took a couple of years of them being like, okay, well he's not like just gonna like put it in the corner, like you know they finally after like three years of like begging, begging, I got one well, for Christmas. And, and to, to give it, to show you, to show you how dedicated he is to, to his perfect pitch, we'll, we'll send him farts every now and again and have him tell us what pitch it's Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. That's so, our whole job, like, we'll hear like a car horn or a door tree. He's like, that sounded like an A minor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah. Was, was a minor would be more than two notes. It would be more than one note. Well, so no. yeah, it'd be like an A or, yeah, single. Unless you can, if you can fart, if you can fart harmonically, that would be, that would be impressive. Uh, I have the food downstairs to work. You know what would be really funny is that like you do like two people like farting and t like at the same time, and I mean any two notes is harmony. So I mean it doesn't have to be like in sync or anything. We used to a mix. Do yeah, some do harmonic, some beat. harmonic fart music. Here. Binary beats with harmonics. Yeah. Harmonic, you guys are really funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, you got yourself to so you got in a perfect pitch. So you learned about perfect pitch in high school. Well, I learned. I, I knew. I knew. I learned about it in seventh grade when, like, my instructor told me about that was it. Seventh and, grade. I, and I kind of, I kind of like. In some ways, I like. I had to. Well, cause it, it's 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 tricky because like I. I kind of try to like put it away in my head a little bit, because I like especially being like being a singer because like having that and hearing yourself sing when you can't sing, is I had to do that for years. So you'd say and just had to like tune it out, tune it out. Like, I know I'm getting there. I know that I'm off. You, I know I'm like horribly off. You figured you know? out your range. Like you, you're able to do the range that you have. You taught yourself that like you didn't just have natural singing ability. No, 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 no. I like not, not, no. I like I would definitely say like that's a fresh thing. Like vocally is still very fresh. Within like how long? I mean, being like a lead singer and like uh, like five, six years. Um, like, not very long. I mean, I've, I so like I naturally was pretty good. I had a friend in a band in high school who was really good at singing harmonies. So like he kind of like I kind of like just kind of studied him, and so I, I became, um, but but actually that kind of taught me how to like get the technique to be like a lead vocalist. But like because I'd be having to sing like notes higher than and mat like in harmony than the person singing the melody. So I was kind of in the, but I was like, you know, I was kind of shy about it. Like I could match the pitch in the background. I don't really want my voice in the forefront. Yeah. And so, 
like kind of learning how to like develop the tone and the strength mm -hmm. and the consistency so, of it. It's well, been a fresh thing. Yeah, walk us through that journey. Like, what was that like? Getting the confidence to, to be able to do that. Oh like, man, how long did you have to work at it? And what, like, Still what am. Like, never so, ends. Really? Were yep. you singing at any point in like in those years? Because I know when you got a little bit older, like around like fifteen, you started like playing at bars, right? Like, yeah, were, I was like, trying. You in, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like thirteen or fourteen. When I started playing in like. Like smoky, smoky Barker bars with my guitar teacher, which is it was amazing. Like you know, it was like my parents. They were like had to sneak you into the. Yeah, party. yeah, because well, there's I was I lived in just in the Seattle area, mm -hmm. and so like in the state of Washington, if you were underage, you could legally be on stage. You could legally play in a bar at the time. I don't think you can anymore. Um, but you, if you were tour from the stage or on stage. You could be in the bar, mm. but there. Uh, so, so a lot of the time, I would just sit out. Like my parents would hang out. They watch my guitar teacher's band and like hang out, and uh, and I just wait in the car and do my homework or play my Game Boy or one oh, of those, wow. or, or probably play my guitar more than anything. Just wow. warm up, trying to like. But we we're just playing a lot of playing a lot of twelve bar blues and you know stuff like that, so, uh -huh. which is like kind of like how I learned to kind of like cut my teeth, you know. And, and, okay. like, right, well, show us some. Show us some blues. <laughs> 12 bars So it's like you have a playground and you're like... You, you yeah, know. I mean, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a starting point for a lot of songs in, in rock and roll music and blues music and all sorts of music, really. And like, just, what, I mean, like, Louie, Louie, like, um... It's the key, it's the like, 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 like... You know, it's just those three chord jammers, you know? And a lot of times they're, they're, they're derived from that, but, like, it kind of just... It kind of just depends, you know, and then people take those things, they mold them, they make them their own, and it's all, you know, you got 12, 12 pitches in various octaves, and then you just, it's all. So you guys cover uh, a lot of classic rock, but you guys, but your, your love is like, at the, at the base, it's all blues, that's where you're. I, yeah, I would say over anything, yeah, because like, the blues is where that all comes from. I, I mean, in, in, in many ways, in most ways, so like, um, that's. You know, like Sunhouse, Robert Johnson, a lot of those guys. Like, just like, um, you know, just uh, Howlin' Wolf. You know, I, I, I loved listening to that stuff as a kid. And um, I got, and I don't remember really how I got in, into this mentality of it, but from a very early age, I got into this thing where I, like, I found something I liked and I wanted to, like, reverse engineer it. Mm -hmm. Like, where, what, because I like, hear something that would sound like it or something else from something else I like that, oh, I kind of see where they got this from, because like, this is clearly from before, this was later, like I can see where they got a little, or maybe got a little hint of influence, so I was like very like hell-bent on trying to make my own sounds, so and like I wanted to try to just go back and kind of almost like a, like a history report of breaking every, like a family tree you know, like a lineage and figure out like, okay, well, where's this all coming from and why? And like, so I got really into like the history and the time periods of music and, and like the instruments from that, those time periods. Like this is an early 1965 Fender Stratocaster. That was like, you know, this was like 
this is the same, pretty much the same guitar off the bench from the Fender Factory handmade wow. that that Jimi Hendrix used in his BBC debut. Wow. Wow. You know, it's like the same, you know, sunburst, same year strap wow. from the same place, made on the same That's hands. So cool. You know, so those things, and I, I got, I get really into like the, the, just the history and what was going on at the time of the music and like what was influencing the music historically, and culturally. And you got a you got a guitar that was played by Stevie Ray Vaughan too. I, yeah, yeah. I, I have a my my uh, this guitar, and then I have another old Fender, uh, a 1960 Telecaster that I I got um, while working in Seattle at Emerald City Guitars, great music shop um, up there. And so I uh, yeah, it's a uh, long story short. It was uh, the guy had it. He for uh, had it for a long time, and uh, I got to talk to him on the phone after I bought the guitar from him. And, uh, he was a long-time customer in front of the shop. And, uh, so he just told me all these stories, and yeah, he told me the story. He met Stevie Ray Vaughan, and he, had, he picked her out and had his mitts on it for a little while. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, it was pretty neat. And it's a cool story. It's probably too long to tell on a, a podcast. Well, I, wow. Take as much time as you want. You're going to get to the end of your moment. In that, like, round of topic, you know, you're really connected to that era and different people of that era, and I've had like many conversations with you that um, you feel certain connections to certain artists, and we've said in the past that yeah. Ian feels like he has fragments of Jimi Hendrix's yes. soul in him, yes. and I think that's really interesting. Um, Something like that. You well, know, I have a connection to him. I've always, I've always felt, you know, like... I've always felt a connection yeah. to to Hendrix. And I think it's interesting to have like, because I've felt connected to different places, and I'm like, I wonder if I don't wonder. I think that we can have, you know, fragments. Absolutely. Of oh, of course, absolutely. That's mojo to me. For it's sure. a That's what I define as mojo. Mm -hmm. They are yes. all. Yeah. That is you. Jimmy Hendrix is you. Yeah. Ian is Jimmy Hendrix. Jimmy Hendrix is Ian. I am. I am. He is you. Are we? You're just meeting yourself. You yeah, know, and, I, and I think it's, it's of you already. It's, you know, I grew up in the next town over from where he was born and lived as a kid, and then I lived right down the street from where he's buried. What a crazy oh rich music history. So I used to, I used Whoa. to go over and hang out at his grave. Oh my god! All the time with my guitar. And just wow. hang out, and just kind of chat with him, you know, just be there alone, just kind of, you know, oh. smoke a dude. And, and so, and, and, you know, and, and just being from that area, maybe that harnesses a little bit of that energy. But like, sure. I got, to, I played, I was playing with a band um, a couple, a couple of years before COVID, I think, and, and we, um, they opened up um, just, just southeast of, of downtown Seattle. They opened up Jimi Hendrix Park. Wow. Uh, and my band played at it, and I ended up playing the national anthem, kind of the Jimmy-ish style national anthem, and his, and his sister and like family were there. So I played for the Hendrix family. And, oh, that's amazing! And, and um, which was really amazing. It was a really big honor, you know, to to be there, like kind of christening, be there christening that moment, and get to do something that was kind of a nod to Hendrix. Because he. How old were you at the time? Um, I was probably like 28 or 29 when that happened. It was like probably awesome. like, it was shortly before COVID, so like six, seven years ago, maybe five, six, seven years ago. You talk about fascinating songs though, like, was it Sir Mix a lot that you, was like, who was it that grew up down there that was down Oh yeah, he, Sir Mix a lot, yeah, I'm, I'm like, from Auburn, that's and Sir Mix a lot lives in Auburn, Washington. What are the goddamn chances? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, he lived, he lived like five minutes from my house that I had, had there for a while when I moved back to, moved back to the city for a bit. That's fine. Um,
Uh, so yeah, I played with um, some guys for a long time growing up that were his backup band. So I was supposed to play, a, one of them was getting married, and, and we were supposed to play, Mix a lot was gonna come in, and we were, and we all we all like learn rehearse. Baby got back, and we were gonna That's do funny. it, and uh, and he something came up, and he couldn't make his wedding, so he uh, he wasn't there. But I was supposed to do it. It was kind of it was kind of hilarious because we were at one of your shows one night, and somebody like requested that often, and you guys actually played it, and you're like. Yeah, and like yeah. afterwards, like oh, you like you just you knew that. And he's like, yeah, actually, Sir Mixlock grew up down this. Like he was right down the street for like five minutes. We actually fucking we were gonna do a gig together and stuff. And I was like, what the? F yeah, <laughs> it's mind blowing. Yeah. It so, uh, uh, it, so we're at in your journey. So you've got perfect pitch. You've got. Uh, you, I actually wanted to go hit on something that I thought was interesting. Like I, I didn't realize that you had a struggle with like getting up and singing and being a lead singer and all that stuff. Like. So what was like your very first time? Like how like was it horrible to fucking be a part of it, or was it? You know, it's it's funny. It's actually the first time I ever sang in front of anybody. Was at my sixth grade talent show, and we were doing a Blink One Eighty Two song, and everybody it was like very, it was like a big song at the time, so everybody knew it. And the microphone got unplugged right before we walked out. <laughs> so I was just like going for it. I'm like, all right. Thank God no one has to hear this because I look like perfect. So because everyone just sang the song for me and I was just up there playing guitar, and so maybe that little boost of like that could have been like a very like make or break make moment. Or break, yeah. I could have put the guitar down. All your confidence. I could have yeah. I could have like it could have it could have been a complete um, butterfly effect moment. But it tested you and you knew you were good at singing at least. That's true. Yeah, I was definitely like you had to break the ice. Yeah. And, and maybe just having that little, like, oh, God, the first one wasn't terrible. Yeah. Uh, maybe allowed the second one to ease in a little and better, you know. Every sense. show, Ian goes and sabotages his mic. <laughs> Oops, again. Oh, well, I'm again. sorry. I guess you guys are going to have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was interesting. Uh, but it was, it was cool. I knew, I knew right then, though, well, that's, like, what I want to do. Oh, you've got a fucking amazing, mm. like an amazing gift for it. I didn't, I didn't realize how hard you worked on it, though. I thought it was just natural talent. Oh, right? oh no, no, that's something people talk to you about a lot. It's like, oh, you know, just like it's none of none of this stuff is natural. It's 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 how many how many thousands of hours do you have on that thing? Uh, in a Rough. lot. I Rough mean, the ten thousand over, many times over. I don't Five, know six, seven. I, I, it's hard to say, but I mean, I, I, I mean, when I first was playing, um. I mean, I was, I was playing, I, I didn't, I just, I, I, I didn't go out a lot when I, like, for, at times in my life, in my childhood, so I, like, I just kind of stayed in my room, and I, I played for, like, five hours every day for a long, long time. Um, I would imagine, if you're just hearing it flow in all the time, and you're hearing these notes, mm -hmm. and you're, it's so, you're yeah. so connected to it, like, almost, how could you not be in that flow with yeah. yourself? Like, yeah, it became, it so became, amazing. like, my escape, you know, it I became, like, a, yeah. um, but it's, yeah, it, it's, and I, but I did it right from the beginning, so, like, when people started seeing me in little snippets playing mm -hmm. for the first time, I mean, I picked it, I mean, I, I feel like I might have had, like, what might have like helped me push in the right direction is like, you know, my, my dad knew a couple cowboy chords and showed me, you know, like and and so like I I got those really quick. Like okay. I like the, the right off the bat, like I was oh, wow. I think I just watched so much of it wanting a guitar for so long. Oh wow. That I was just like I kind of just as soon as I got it, I put every bit of energy I had into it to wow. like okay. even that first time trying to make the chord, making it sound good. You know, and so like right off the bat, I knew like okay, this is really 
hard. Like I gotta arch my fingers. This yeah. hurts, mm -hmm. yeah. you know. But like I sat there, and right from the get go, I sat there for hours and did it. Wow. So like I think that just from the, I hit the ground running with it, and that oftentimes gets like overshadowed by it's just like oh you see somebody play and they've only, they've only been playing for like a couple, month or two, you know, or like a couple a year or two, and it's like it's all it's like there's an incredible, incredible amount I can't even describe to you about how much time and dedication I put into it. Like that, that just like just it's it's not a natural thing. I have I have things working in my favor that I I have things working in my favor like with the ear that I took full advantage of you know and like so to to turn into to be the way I wanted to be which is an extension of myself right, as, a, as a musician right. and an artist. You know, oh, when, wow. When you were talking about like working at each one of the, the chords and notes and all that stuff, it's like, you know, when you think about something, like you just like, you wrap your head around it all the time, like you literally can get better at something by just thinking about oh, like, I movements and stuff mm -hmm. like that. You'll get I do better it, at I, it without even practicing. Oh, wow. Just Half the time, like it. if I'm talking to her and I, I like will zone off into La La Land, I'm sitting there just moving around my fingers in the fretboard. I'm playing, I'm practicing when I'm not playing all the time. Like almost, I'd say eighty percent of the time, I am consciously awake. Wow! You know, just like I, it's in the back. I'm thinking whether it's like I'm in the store and I hear the song. I'm deciphering what I could play over this thing, this chord progression that I'm hearing in my head. You can't listen wow. to music. When I don't you listen drive. to music when I drive. Uh, yeah, I was actually going to bring that up. Because like, like, this conversation yeah. is we don't listen to music when we drive. It's too like, distracting. You're hearing. It's music yeah. We were, we were actually talking about it on, on the, the way this, here. We were talking about it on the way here because I was telling her about how I'm going on a, I'm doing a gig up north and I got to drive a good chunk of time for it. And I wanted to like listen to an audio book and she's like, I, I thought you can't, it's like hard for you. I'm like, it's, it's not the same, it doesn't affect my, my um, motor functions the same way that like right. listening to music does. Like if wow. I'm, like if I'm listening That's to so somebody talk, um, I can still move all my hands and you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. but if I'm listening to music, I'm just like, my body goes into because when I, I'm yeah. using my full body when I perform, right. like, with, like switching things with my feet, using my hands to play, <laughs> using my using, using my core and my head to sing. So I, it's literally it's like Bert from Mary Poppins. <laughs> Everything's going on at once. And sometimes you got a harmonica. So and then a harmonica too. Some yeah. And it's, so it's so it's it's That's um wow. Yeah, it's it's a wow. It's so it's it's like when it's when I'm it's especially when it's like music that I. I'd never heard before, like when it's like mm -hmm. on like roulette, oh. and like I'm with somebody, like it, like it takes because I'm like, what is this? I'm like my I'm putting it through the processor, and I'm like, okay, what's the beat doing? How's it being recorded? Like, what's the t like the t it's not just the notes, it's the timbre, it's the it's like the the miking of the instrument, you know? Like I'm listen, I'm and like wow. it's like that producer brain too, because I like Whoa. to produce music, mm -hmm. okay, and wow. so like and and you know assist on producing with recordings and stuff. So I'm you like get lost in that it's whole... it's the whole. Wow. It's the, the whole, whole enchilada thing, yeah. yeah. And so it's it's not it's 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 not and, safe basically to drive. No, it's it's, it's not. It's like I mean, no. I mean, it's like it's too consuming. It's it's just not suggested, you know. It's yeah. Well, you're breaking you're breaking down like when it's you hear just, a song, you're breaking everything. Down. Yeah, it's like it, it's just one of those things when it comes down to split second decisions. If I'm caught in that moment, it could make or break something. So I just don't even. You're think. driving under the influence. I'm of driving under the influence of music. So, yeah, I've never thought about it that way. And, and Ian's I also we, we talked about this. He's blind too, so like the car yeah, just yeah. acted against him to, to get home safe. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and it's yeah. 
<laughs> so it's it's something I I'm, I'm careful with. So you've had a you've had a pretty amazing like I don't even that's just a good story. It's it's cool like the beginnings and like story. all these people you've run across. So what's your uh, like what's your favorite moment? That's what's the one that stands out the most. Is it Hendrix? Favorite. Mm. Just what what's your favorite moment? Like moment. What, what's like, the what's the thing that like when you think back you're like oh that was fucking awesome. Of him. Of like my, stuff yeah. he's done. This yeah like. Recent past. I mean, the the Wrigley Field thing we did recently was was amazing. Mm. That was like um, uh, the band I go out and tour with. The Academy is. We we got to do a show opening for Fall Out Boy at Wrigley Field back in June. I think it was in so a couple months ago, and that was that was pretty epic. It was pretty that cool. Was yeah, was she epic. got to go with me, and it was it was really neat. And, and you're a huge baseball fan too. So yeah, like, I grew up playing, like and there's like meaning behind going to Wrigley Field. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, yeah. I loved rookie, rookie of the Year as a kid, and I you know I. Like I was, I grew up a Seattle Mariners fan. Cause I grew up in the Seattle area, but like, but like the Cubs were up there. You know, it was during the whole Roger Maris home run race with Sosa and Griffey, and they're such an epic. Know. It's like an history. epic ball club. You know what I mean? They've been around forever. They yeah. Have so much history. Oh my god. Yeah. And, so, and I've never been to a game. I've been to Chicago. I came tell you how many times. The, the band's from Chicago. At least in around Chicago. So, um. It, it was, uh, I'd never gotten to go to a game. And I, it was the same thing with Fenway. Like, things always came up when we'd be in Boston. And, or I'd be, I'd oversleep and not do the tour of Fenway. <laughs> it happened a couple times. Um, and I never got to make it to a game. And so I, and so for it to be like the first time walking into that field, and it was cool. I forget, was it you filming? Yeah. Yeah, and like, it was just getting to walk onto the field. I never, I never walked on a on Major League Baseball field before. Which is really cool. So it's like there's all these like firsts. We from, nobody was there. Nobody was there. Nobody yeah. was there. It was like they're just building the stage up and like. And you got a personalized wow. jersey. Yeah, they made. Like, yeah, they made jerseys for everyone. And it was, got to watch the Fall Out Boy show with just the, a couple of us in the dugout. In the dugout. Yeah, in the dugout. Like, that, yeah. The whole thing was just amazing. It was, it was like, I wasn't even there, and I get yeah. goosebumps. Yeah, it like, was. A, yeah, we brought so a couple of our friends went too, and it was, it was a really special moment. Like it was just like a and. You know, and like a few years before, especially like right before and during COVID, I was kind of like not sure that that was ever going to be a thing I'd ever do again, go back out on the road and tour. Oh. And I was just, I didn't really know where I wanted to go with it or if I was done or if it was just like, because it's like a mixed. Just crazy to it's think just about, a, you know. Yeah. Like, and it's just like. What have I done? I mean, I, I just didn't know what? if it was like. If I wanted to go back out, I wanted to go, it had to be like the right okay. thing and the right conditions. And at the time I didn't know what Academy was going to be doing. Okay. Um, I didn't know what opportunities would kind of come up. So oh, it was, okay. um, or even if it was just what would come up, would it be something I want to do it? Like I, 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 I'm be very picky about it. Cause it's, it takes a lot. It's a, a lot, lot to go out and do that. And if you're yeah. not doing it the way you want to do it, it's, it's not it's, worth it. It's not worth it. Right. To, to me, it's not. Yeah. Because you've um, been many places all over the world. Yeah, I mean, I spent a good almost nine straight years mm -hmm. on and off the road. Pretty, pretty. That's a long time. Straightforward. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then, and then other off the road. Pretty, pretty. That's a long time. Straightforward. Yeah. And then, and then, and then other like that was like a there was a run of about nine years where I was out almost. That was in your early twenties, right? Yeah, uh, late, teens. Oh, late teens. Yeah, I started started the yeah wow. like 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 eighteen nineteen. Wow. So and I was playing a lot before that, like in like the northwest 
sector of the of the country, uh, but like I'm not like you know vans and buses. Then you know, we were touring you know, a lot. Yeah, turned into like real tours, like right. 30, 30 show dates, or then, oh, then moving wow. into another tour right after that. Oh wow, and, like, yeah. So there's it's grueling and it's yeah. and it's and it's not as glamorous as people right. think it is. It's amazing, and I, I if you ever get the chance to travel, it's amazing. But there yeah. is there's things that come with it that yeah. you need. It's best you know sure. ahead of time because I didn't. Like, and like I, what? Just the the me the mental struggle of it because it's not as glamorous as it like mm. comes off to people yeah, that don't rock do and roll it. Stars, but it's you know you miss you right, miss you miss like your loved ones. You're you're yeah. sometimes with people you don't want to be with, and that make it extra difficult for you. And just that so, day on day in and day out, or like doing not feeling fulfilled in the in what you're performing. Oh, it's been a thing for me too, oh, wow. and not. Yeah. Um, and just there's a lot of different things, but there's it's it can be, it's a whole spectrum of good and bad. You know, it's like you can have conditions where I find that like when they're, it's very short runs of shows. Those are the best because like by after a week or two, you're just like, it feels like a month or two. You know, <laughs> like being on the road, like a couple days feels like a couple weeks. It's just like, yeah. um, especially when you're in a different place every day especially when you're partying, you know, and like just kind of a little off kilter with your, you know. Living in a slight blur. Yeah, and it just all blends together and that, you know, it, it can, you know, it, in, in a sense of where, you know, when you, when you don't know where you are every day, you wake up in a different place, like a different venue, mm. different crew hosting you, you know, like, like in some way, it just, you know, it all, it all kind of just can melt together sometimes. And, you so, know, it's, you can kind of, when you're at a, when you're at Wrigley Field, are you get like butterflies? Like, you, are you nervous playing that show, or is like, it, what was it like? I was excited, really. I was just like, I was like, kind of like, I was like stretching and doing fucking calisthenics before we go. I was like, let's fucking go. Like, I like brought the like my guitar that I, um, another Stratocaster guitar that I have. It was like my first good guitar that my dad got me after I'd like, I'd been playing for like, probably like a year and a half, two years, and I he's like, and he got me like a, a good like Fender Strat. Like I was just kind of just been playing on this like practice guitar and like, and he's like, so, uh, and like I had that guitar and I used, I, it was definitely like my, my 10,000 hours plus guitar. Oh, wow. You know, it was the guitar I sat in my, once I got that, when I got wow. like an American Fender Stratocaster, I was just like, couldn't believe it. It was like, um, wow. and so like I, I sat and like, um, played on that guitar forever. And it just, it just like, like a leather glove, you know? And so I brought that guitar out with me to Wrigley, like, cause I want, I'm like, I wanted it to kind of be like a full circle moment. Oh, wow. So I had the first oh, couple, wow. I used it in and out of the set and like, it was cool just oh, to wow. like, it's like just to be here with this instrument wow. and all the time and like, and sacrifice. That guitar deserved it. It Powerful. deserved it, you know? <laughs> blue, old Blue deserved it, man. Powerful manifesting moment. Like you guys were talking about last week. Mm -hmm. Powerful manifesting mm -hmm. moment. Yeah, like yeah, it was neat. Cool. It was a very like yeah, my 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 like my heart and soul felt soul very full filling. after that mm. after that whole experience. It was really mm. incredible. Um, feel very lucky to have been able to do it. So in your in your illustrious career, like how many times have you felt like you're just you're just mailing it in and not doing something that you were really attached to? More so than not, really. Mm. So you're you're making your own music now. Mm -hmm. You got some originals that are getting ready to mm -hmm. be. Do you know when you're gonna release them? Uh, we're shooting. It's not too. It's not too long. Probably like a couple weeks to a month. Let's say there's like there's a. I don't know. I, I, I by the time this comes out, it might be already be out. I don't know. 
there's a kick-ass uh, video that goes with it. So when it does, yeah, we filmed, does we filmed the video with the uh, video. with Gladius okay. the show and and her and her horses and we got to come out and watch it. It was yeah, it was yeah. Badass. They had yeah. flamethrowers. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. a wild. It was yeah. a wild night. Yeah, and just... then strapped up to the prop spinner around. <laughs> Can we hear some like, of that song? I know. Oh, we're gonna, we'll, nice. we'll probably wait for. Okay, uh, okay, we'll wait. We'll wait for the, what, the what, release. What is it called again? What is the song is called Space Horse. Okay, that's yeah. Right. Space Horse. Space Horse. <laughs> Hashtag Space Horse, baby. Looking yeah. out for yeah. Space Horse. But yeah, no, we're it'll, it's gonna be. Uh, you've written four. You have four four originals that you've got. Like, we've recorded out. four. We got. Yeah, I got. I got a lot of stuff in the bank that we're. Yay. We're so this band is still kind of in its infancy, and we're. And your band now is Ian Crawford and, and Cosmic Miles. Mm. Yes, Ian Crawford and Cosmic big, Miles. Give us some insight, like what what went into the, to picking the name, and like obviously your name's in there, but like the Cosmic Miles. Yeah, like, it's it's um. Well, I think there's a few things with it. It's um. Uh, I wanted I want the band in this like next chapter of what I'm doing to kind of break ground in some new directions mm. of like personally what I've done, but also just in general, I wanted mm. to like explore. I want us, I don't want us to be like um, confined to a genre. Oh, yeah. uh, we all come from various musical backgrounds. Um, our new drummer, Michael Hoffman is a jazz major. Um, Spencer, our keyboard player, he, um, he went to Berkeley. And so he's wow. got like a lot of like, Fusion, wow. jazz, and funk chops, you know. So, so like, so, and then, um, and our and our bass player Denny, he's just got, he's just funky. Mm -hmm. He's just, he's just got, he's just locked in, and he just knows the pocket. And so, like, we're, nice. we, and I, you know, I love blues, folk music, bluegrass. Um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a rock and roller, you know, like at, at, at heart. So, like, and and blues guy. So it's like all those little things kind of hodgepodge together. We're like. We're gonna explore a lot of territory, but you know, like we're—I'd say like the first song, this one we're putting out first, has kind of like kind of an arena rock vibe to it, nice. um, kind of a, a bluesy, old school, new school kind of thing going on with it. And but we have like stuff that kind of has a little more of a grunge vibe, nice. a song that's a little more melancholy, soft. So like, that where, like, Cosmic so that's where Cosmic Miles comes from, but Miles is also my father's name and, oh. and my middle name. Oh. So, so I, it was like kind of like more than anything, like when we were thinking of, we were, we had, there was kind of a, a thing that happened and we, we kind of needed to put together a band and, <laughs> and, uh, and so when that happened, I, like it, 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 I, it just kind of like, it was an opportunity for like a growth, yeah. a growth to happen and, and I wanted it to really take advantage of that and like find it. Like, so we were like cosmic. I feel like that's just like, you can, the name in itself, and allows room for jamming. Yeah, it allows room for jam. Like we all love to jam. We all like uh -huh. as much as we love to sit and play three chord rock and roll or you know, it's like we're you know, anything from you know, like I said earlier, Green Day to the Grateful Dead. You know, it's just like like we're rocking out playing power chords or we're playing we're getting into like spacey, spacey, jazzy, like weird psychedelic, ter psychedelic territory, you know, like Fun. cheesing our effing brains out, you know, kind of stuff. <laughs> so like we, it, so I wanted like like and just like Miles kind of kept causing like like it just I think it shows a lot of um or it, it represents a lot of like we can do anything and everything we choose to you know and, and, and it's kind of cool like if you think about traveling the cosmic miles it's like mm -hmm. right? yeah it's about like it's about like 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 almost like mileage yeah. on an odometer of like you know like you like like being richer for the experience like mm -hmm. it's like a ride 
Mm-hmm. And, I, and I want our music to kind of like be like like you go and see us and it's like riding a ride. Yeah, you know, there's, there's a point around time. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like, you know, and it's like, it like, like Billy Strings does that. He takes the audience on a ride, yeah. you know, and it's just like, what's the next thing to be? And, you know, it's just like, because when you're just getting the same thing over and over, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know, so it's just like, you, some people just like having the Big Mac. Yep. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like having a Big Mac, and I'm just like, I'm gonna have a Big Mac, that's my burger. You know, and like, but that, um, yeah, I don't know. So we, I, I think we, I want to like, well, while we are finding a sound, which I think we're start, we started to, we, we went into the studio four or five months ago and recorded four songs. Um, I think that kind of started helping us find a direction because there is a lot of diversity in the songs, but it also kind of together has an idea of what it represents and what, like, like, like there's kind of an epicenter and we can branch off. Mm-hmm. from various points of that epicenter, mm-hmm. you know, into jazz land or, you know, like, into grunge land. Like, you feel you know? free to, like, do whatever you're feeling creative yeah. with. Yeah, and, and allow the song to go where we want it to it's go. It's a great and, premise. And that can and change in a live in a live performance yeah. setting too, you know, it's which like, is why we want to go see live. Yeah, and and I'm I'm just I I feel very strongly yeah. about that. Like I don't like yeah. when I was a kid, I remember reading a, a article and it was like Jack White, like where the White Stripes were just like starting to get really big and like Jack White. yeah, oh yeah, and, <laughs> and and he was so he's like if I wanted to if I wanted to like perform and uh, I forget was and he was like he's like if I was gonna play the song. Uh, I would I just go stand out there and just press play for, for you, you know. If I'm gonna play the song, like like if that's what you want to hear, yeah. I'm just gonna go out and press play. It's something along those yeah. lines. Like, did like, did you ever see the the Alan Jackson where he was they they wanted to go out on it was like for an award show mm-hmm. and they wanted to to do a track and they wanted to do like he wasn't gonna perform live, so he sent his drummer out. They went out there with their instruments. The drummer went out with no sticks. And then they played, and the oh. play, everything was exactly, but it was, but there's no sticks. It was just like an F you to that. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, Muse did the same thing on like a South American TV show I saw oh, where wow. they switched instruments. They made them play to a track. And, and so they're like, and so the they drummer. just, so I'll you be the drummer, I'll go, you know, I'll be the guitar player. And it's like, oh, and if that were ever the case, that's probably what I would do. Yeah. I think that's I would, cool. I would, I would mock the shit out of it because yeah. I think it's just absolutely. You're professionals. You should I think it's just. Music. I think it's just so. I mean, I, mean, I, I understand that. Like, I, in certain cases, it's just like you can't get good quality audio. But then, just don't have them perform. You know, it's like I. It, 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 like, there's the reasoning for a lot of it is like, oh, we just can't get the it's audio. Kind of yeah, because they'll do mixes of it where like the band will be playing, but the or, or the vocals are on a track. I mean, they, they do all sorts of shit. You know, or like or a mix of it bled in. You know, it's like. I don't know, man. It's just like I. It's one of those at things a, that, at like, at a certain point, it's like fakery. It's like it's Millie Vanilli. I mean, sometimes you know? you're gonna add electronic into a, a band yeah, or a song. Yeah, right. Sometimes you're gonna have that, but if like they're not doing some kind of I live performance, it, it starts to turn into like a mockery of I its think, own self. Yeah, I think there's a fine line of like where you can have something sprinkled in that yeah. that like is like a like a part in a song that's like really needs to be there. Yeah. But there's like a fine line between like having that every once in a blue moon and just not hiring somebody right. to just do the stuff that should be in there. Right. You know, and I think that that's right. like, and that's part of what we live in today going even into like the, all the automated voice systems we have to deal with, with right. the bank and the car insurance and all this shit. You know, it's just like people don't, people find excuses to not pay other people and there are more and more people. Oh. And so it's just like, it, it's wow. to me, I think it, it's, um, 
it's a dampener on on the whole thing. I think it's I think what it's a cool perspective um, about that. I wow, think that I there are obviously there's exceptions to it and I think different artists have wow. like their performance is like you know some music is created electronically um and I could imagine some of that could be very hard to emulate but somebody tediously made it and I think that in itself is an art form. Yeah. Um things that would be super incredibly meticulous to play but I'm, i mean it's i don't know the stuff that i'm seeing is just like people could be doing this it's blatant people could be doing this you could be you could you could you could hire two Nobody's people even singing. two people Nobody's with sample pads playing the, the playing the, the downloaded sounds that you want to do for your song and you could give those people jobs something these yeah. working musicians oh. jobs yeah. give them a gig a notable gig instead of penny pinching and it's just it's just a very and it's like you know most most bands and, and it's like it's most it's business it's businesses. Oh, so and I've been in bands that I th I would oh. say are businesses over bands. Wow. So you know, and that's and I and and I get that bands need to be a business, but like, but at what point do you start to pull away that essence of what you what made you grab an instrument in the first place, or what it what it like. I know, and a lot of it is just, it's survival these days, because it's just a really hard industry to be in, and it's cutthroat, cut corner, and, you know, I, 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 I don't know the answers to everything, but I, I know that I just, I like to, I like to play, I like to, I like when I play, people yeah. are hearing me, yeah. imperfections and all, mm. and, I mean, that's just like, I mean, it's just like, it's just yeah i mean it's no, just no, like no. any it's like it's not it's human and it's you're right yeah. it's it's like you know it's like miles davis used to say make a mistake once it's a mistake play it twice it's jazz so <laughs> I, it's like something if i make if i fuck up in a song like i'll do it again a lot of the time to just even if it's jarring to my ear i'll be like i'm fucking going for it <laughs> and i'm like i'm gonna double down on the shit and like and be just weird as fuck you know? yeah, trust it yeah we've seen, we've seen some, some yeah. weird stage yeah. moments oh yeah you know when, when he got smited and his guitar string snapped when the guy was walking by with the three the three story signs about god yeah and you guys were talking oh <laughs> oh yeah so joe was him. joe was yelling out all sorts of stuff at him and then he ended up having his own PA where he yelled back and he's like, they're all like, oh, wait a second. We didn't realize <laughs> yeah, you were my yeah. yeah. That was funny. I forgot about that. Las Vegas Strip. In the middle, in the, in the middle of the next song, Ian's, uh, his string snapped. Yeah. And he's like, had to finish like literally like four minutes of the song with like one string hanging off. Yeah. Which happens sometimes. And you couldn't even hardly tell. It might, happen, right? it might happen in this podcast. <laughs> I've been, you know. I hope so. You know, it might. So I, I had a question about the studio. So... How meticulous is it? How how hard is it? Like you did, you did four songs. How much time did you spend in the studio to, to knock out four songs? We spent about four days. Four long days. days. And, yeah, long, long days. Long days. Um, and that was for various reasons. Um, we 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 probably we took a little extra time. We had a couple people that were in there with us that um, it was a newer experience to them. So just kind of getting the feel for being in the studio and that mental state of mind. We took a little time, a little extra time well, to kind of professional. Yeah, and it's right? yeah, you're in like you're in like treated sound rooms with like really nice outboard gear and you know, I mean top of the line stuff, and you're, you know it's like all the mics have to be played. It's it's like math, you know. It's like there's 
there's all this audio stuff like has calculations and all these things that need to be just right. You can't like be tapping your shoe in the room with the mic or it's gonna like come through and bleed through. You know, there's like so there's a lot of little meticulous things that like it's like probably any job when you once you're on on duty <laughs> for whatever, whatever like you're things are always gonna come up that you never expect. There's gonna always be like things are gonna malfunction or things are gonna have to work something you're gonna have to work around in some kind of problem. So there was a, a good amount of time trying to just get dialed in, which is like a common thing. The first day, usually if you're going into the studio to cut a couple of tunes, you're gonna go in and you're gonna get get the mics right. You're gonna figure out what amps you're using, what guitars you're using, like making sure because you, you you'll you'll go in and have a plan, but you'll be like, oh, let me try that. I don't know if this is it. quite when you hear it where it's gonna be forever. You know, it's like, well, why don't we let's not use the strap. You know, like, you know, it's like. You know, it's like, you know, it's just kind of depends. You know, it's like you have to be kind of ready. Re yeah, you have to be ready to kind of really chip, like chip away with a micro, like micro glass at the at the marble. You know? Well, and you have like you have skin in the game because like you're this. You don't have sponsors that are paying for this. Like you're. No, we're doing this all. Yeah, we're doing it all ourselves. You know, and so it's. Yeah, we're and it's and like we're we're all, we're playing we're playing the casino circuit and we're trying to we're taking that money and we're like making music with it and trying to like get this thing off the ground so funded by las vegas tourism yeah yeah thank, <laughs> thank you thank you people of the world for loving las vegas yeah. and for you guys, get, you guys get some pretty solid local support too like there's yeah. when you go out and see you guys like you see a lot of the same yeah. people showing up yeah there's, we try to aim to like please local. for and that's you know and that's like why like for the majority of what we do we play other people's Material because like right now right. that's what we're doing because like it's it's a good way to win people over you know we'll sneak some of our songs in it's emotional day. man if I could connect with me like yeah. yeah people get in, get like that. oh man it's like every time you're just like people like oh my just come running to the dance floor it's like it's like you, you learn to kind of know what people like and like like you know and it's so it's you just have you know and it's and it's it's in the moment it's it's um. It, 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 it helps in a lot of ways because it gives me and the boys like a steady paying job yeah. to like be playing where we're playing and like weekly and um, working together. Working together, together it's yeah. like, and, but we also like, we have a, like a safe place that we can try new material and like, and it just gets our, keeps our, it just keeps us in check and accountable and our chops up and which you gotta do in a rock and roll band when you're not, when you're not relying on tracks. Or any of that stuff, we, pl we we plug in and we play. If you're a little, if you're like, we're out the night before and you're sluggish, you're like the, the drums are gonna, sh it's gonna know you notice, you know. So it's like, so everything we do is very us to you. It's there's there's no, direct. it's very direct and it's very and that's, it's like a, each one is like a fingerprint. It's like this, it can be the same song or roughly the same type of songs. You know, we never we don't do set lists usually too. We just like try to aim to please what people Five like. the room. Yeah, and and like and we'll we'll be doing that with the originals too. Like, yeah, that's we're, so cool. You just guys call are, them out and, and plug in and play rock and roll. Yeah, you, know, you guys are special. That's a I, I've seen situation. it. I've seen at least like three or four times where it's like, oh, we haven't done that one before, and you pull it off like flawlessly. You're like, yeah. you haven't done that before. Well, yeah, collectively. Yeah. You're like, like, oh, do you know it? Do you know it? Do you know it? And we and those and I love those moments. Like those They're moments amazing. are so yeah. cool. And that's that's like it's kind of like it's kind of like. Having like it's like having multiple friends that you all found out they had a hidden talent, 
Hey, each time. And then you, you, you know, know that one? Oh, I know that one. Oh, <laughs> oh, you know, it's like, so like, and then you do it, it's, it, like, those first times you play those songs too, there's always like a little, a little something special in them. Because it's just like, all right, here we go. We're trusting each other, you okay, know. So help me with your, your recall for music is ridiculous. Like you have a catalog that goes, yeah. like every time, literally, if, if I wanted to go see you three nights in a row, I think you guys could probably do different songs every night without touching the same. Yeah, I would, I would. Yeah, it's I would like agree my request. That. You guys do lots of the same ones, but it's like you. So how do you, like? How much work is it to memorize this stuff? Is it I just think like about a that. Like how many notes? Yeah, you are they like, playing right. one show? You know, yeah. like, it's repetition. Insane. And a lot of these songs, a lot of these songs are a result of that sitting in my room, ten thousand hours. Mm -hmm. I played these songs since I was. I played these songs for over twenty years. So wow. it's a matter of. Oh, I messed that lyric up a million times. Change. I still there's still ones I heard. There's some song I heard the other day. I'm like, oh, I've been singing that wrong for like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. All, I hear that all the time. Like I was like, I like, cause I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm doing this with like, yeah, and I'm like doing that with, like, you know, I'm like learning, cause I try to learn all the all the stuff as note for note as possible to like be really true to the song. Like if I'm playing a whole lot of love, I'm not going. I'm going you know, bending the like out of phase note. You know, rather. Ever so subtle changes, but it's like it's the it, those things you hear in the recording when you when done right, you are harnessing the attitude of the recording, like knowing how it was done. Whether it's I think it's all vibration, it's all string yeah. vibration. You're, it's, it, that's the attitude in it too. It's like the guitar being like ever so slightly out of tune in like a Clash song. That's that's how you hear it. So when it's played in tune, you're kind of like, oh, this feels kind of white bread to me. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, or like That's Rumble crazy. by Link Ray. Like, like, it's like, like, it's just like just that attitude, you know? It just kind of bends attitude, you know? No, and it's that, like, and that's something deeper than the note. It's something, it's something, emotion. it's that, it's like that next stage of evolution in music to me from a page to the human it's condition. It's even the energy. It's yeah. Energy and it's like what, it's what your body is putting in. It's the swagger. It's the attitude. It's like, and those things to me are so much more interesting to me than like all the things you can go around and do. Like, I, it's just like, if you can play everything like. Like it would sound perfectly to a computer, that's really impressive. But like, can you sell it? But can you sell the? It's just like, yeah, because it does it. Can you make can it? You can you make it feel? Can you make it have a feeling? Like, and not to say that like every music has a feeling. Everything you experience creates a feeling. But something that's like moving, like a moving feeling, like where it's just like you, where your body starts moving and you don't realize it until it's already doing it. And that's the thing I look for in a show. Like it's not, especially once like if you've ever if you ever go over and play in Japan, which the first time any musician ever does that is for if especially from Western culture is like kind of weird because they don't it's just like it's not like everywhere else. Um, it's it's like they give you respect. They they stay they they light night a little, little bigger than a golf club across the board. You know everybody, and then it's you know maybe you might get a little woo here or there. You might get one or two. 
And then no panties thrown at the stage. <laughs> I don't know about that. That Gosh might that, that it's. I mean, in Japan the girls are a little wild. Yeah, I, I don't know with the with the underwear machines over there. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I could see that, but but it would be polite. You know, <laughs> it, would be, it would be there. It, it would be not placed, be. It would not be in a tornado of people. It would be fired at you. If you yeah, it right, would be like. like I don't know. I like it would be polite. It would be like here are my panties, thank you. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'm gonna take these off. Yeah, they might be folded. Yeah, yeah. I I know it would not be like how it's happened because I've had bras on my mic stand. I've had like you know, um, and like and like, you know, it's 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 like, it's just like you know, it's just like, you know, when you're playing summer festivals and like hot sweaty people, people just throw clothes. Uh, but Japan, Japan. That's so like it's like you go over there and it's it's and it's it, there's respect factor. It, it, the, the nice applause calms down. They're ready for you. They're like, and it's 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 the ultimate form of respect. So like that immediately that experience completely changed how. Anytime I'd be like back in you know in the states playing or anywhere playing in a bar playing a blues bar and people, no, no one's clapping, but are they moving? That's oh, I love that. that's where I, love that. I know that something's going right. right. If people, I don't have to hear a single applause or anything, in the, and, and then usually I'm not even listening for that. It's just like mm. I'm watching people move. Wow. And if you're getting in the groove, you know, playing a really good, like, just a good pocket groove, and you're, it's, you know, you're, it's swinging, you know, or grooving, you know, and then like you see people just talking to each other, just like, it's like almost like a almost like a subliminal hypnosis thing, you know, where you, like a snake charmer thing, and people oh, don't even wow. realize they're doing it, and it's like, that to me says more than any <laughs> hand clap or anything. I watched oh, you guys per perform at the, um, it. it was at the plaza, and I can't remember what song came on, but I shit you not, there was like, there, the oldest people in the room got up, like one of, had a I cane, and he was just, he was uh, shaking oh, his cane in the air, dancing. While like, we were playing? Yeah, yeah while you were <laughs> doing awesome. it's like, the, that's what the music elicits from people, yeah. like it has that. Oh yeah, and it's just, and it's, and it's those people that like, that come up to you crying, you know, and it's what, you could be just playing somebody else's song, but it's like, I had never heard that song done like that. It was like a cotton club, you know, it was like most of the older people in there, like we were the younger, okay. like we were kind of the younger people. Yeah. But dude, when the fucking, when the music got going though, it's like all these old people, like they found, there's certain songs, they didn't dance to all of them, but there it's were certain songs like that they, they were like, didn't matter how bad a shape they were in, mm -hmm. that made the, the music right. made them want to move. Like, yeah. I, I had a, I have a really cool story, like I, because I also taught music for oh, wow. about 20 years, oh, wow. almost 20 years. and. Um, I had a student, um, his name is Ron Morgan, and he was a retired army vet and lived alone. Um, and um, he wanted to learn to play the bass, so he came to the shop one day. He was just the nicest guy, and just like he just had the best spirit. Aww. You could tell, but he was, you know, he was like older gentleman, lived alone, and, and um, needed something to do. I think he had some family like kind of close by that would kind of check in on him every now and then. But he like, um, but he, I, he, he wanted to come in and take take bass lessons. Uh, he had like a little bit of his VA fund or something. Or, uh, um, and so he had a little bit each month to take bass lessons. And and so after like a couple weeks, uh, and he just was everything. He's just like, man, this is cool, dude. Like this is so much fun. Like he, had, he was just loving it. Aww. And I was like, well, let's get you up on stage. And so we just did. We played. Um, Mesh Boy by Muddy Waters, and you just, I just had him go the whole time, like, all I gotta do, like, he's just like, let's get you on stage, that's the goal, and just play one note, just, boom, 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 boom
that's just that. It's the whole thing. Like, all you gotta do is just ride that cheese. <laughs> and the look on him, like, it, it, like, it changed his life. You know, he was, like, probably at the time, like, 70, 76, 77 years old. And, like, and he, and just the pep in his step and every lesson for years or so afterwards that we worked together, he just, like, it, it changed him. You know, and that, and like, what, the, just that movement. He's like, I, I can't believe, like, I got up and did that. And it's like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get her up on stage with me. She's a performer, you know, I'm trying to get her up on stage with the violin to play with the band and, and, uh, you know, and it's just like, it's, it's one of those things you take the jump and it's like, it's so rewarding. And it's like, it's on both sides like get, seeing people do it, but also like, just like, I know that for, I know I had people do that for me. And like, when you get up on stage, it's like, God, this is like where I want to, where I want to be. You're like taking a black and white, a black and white life and adding color to it. Like it's, yeah. yeah. Like, and it's, yeah. and it's a completely like, I think, I think for a lot of, it's, it, it, it varies with people. I think a lot of people want to be on stage for mm-hmm. very selfish um, ego reasons. Ego, yeah. And I, 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 it's, I think that like that there's something like when you just want to be up there because it's like you could be anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like you just holding your instrument and you are now connected. You're you're locked in, and it doesn't matter who's there. It doesn't matter who's playing. It's just like just people are just you're just you're just doing what you do. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is like, just, I, I'm, I'm th- very thankful for that. Well, dude, you, you, make, a, you make a life. Because I, I, I often forget people are there. Yeah, I just, like, goes away. You, I mean, you, you know, just it. like, I just, it's just like, I'm just, I'm somewhere with the help of my bandmates that is allowing me to, to, to tap into something I, like, a, a, a new, like, same, only different experience that I've had many times before, but I'm going to take a different avenue on the neck this time. I'm going to, you know, I can... I get, I'm gonna try to get all these different things, and that freedom, that like liberating feeling, um, and also just that camaraderie, you know, and trust in, in your bandmates is like when when it when done right is such a wonderful thing, like wow. unanimously. When you because you come, it's like coming together. It's like. It's like the Power Rangers coming together and forming the Megazord. You know, it's just like, yeah. all, the, all right, let's fucking go. Like, and that's like, when it's done right, but when the Megazord falls apart, it's not. Well, that's a powerful feeling. Yeah. It's yeah. Me and you, yeah. You know, it, it is. It's really, and it's, 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 it's kind of the, um, it's the only, it's, it's definitely the, 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 what I use to connect spiritually mm. is like, is, and that's how my interpretation of anything and everything spiritually comes through this. And that's how I was introduced to it. Mm. Um, like I, I wasn't like my, my family, we weren't churchgoers growing up or anything. And, but like, I would go with friends sometimes and, you know, like I never personally got much out of it rather other than just be kind to people. And, you know, and like, you know, like, like, common but those yeah. are things that my parents instilled in me from an early mm-hmm. age that i'm kind of like okay well i know i i know you're supposed this to be respectful and, yeah. <laughs> and kind of people i don't i didn't need to come here to learn that ah. um you know like but like um it, it, it's it's i found that just like they're like something greater and bigger than myself i've found through just basically making myself one with this yeah yeah, it's an extension yeah. of your. Of it's your that, and that it's it's and it's it's in terms of yeah. like body, mind, 
soul. It, yeah. it, 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 it's it's like the the it's port key to like purpose. to a higher understanding. It's a channel. Yeah, and I and I are times and I've I've had and I've told her this yeah. like mm -hmm. I've had a few different moments and this has only happened maybe like three or four times ever mm. where I've been like with a band and just really locked in and doing something and I'm like playing something and I just am not playing it. Whoa. You know, like my hands are doing I, I, something, Whoa. something, and I'm doing something that I've never played before. You know, it's like, I'm just watching. I'm, a, I'm the spectator. Wow. And that's happened like three or four times in my life. I'm like, <clears throat> wow. Where I've literally, I've had that moment where, and I know when it's coming. It's a weird thing. It's really? like, it's a weird, like, I'm like, I know when I and there's been a couple times where I like you, like oh, you almost get there and you oh, don't. Jimmy's like, can yeah. I borrow you for yeah, you get, yeah, you get, yeah, you get, I you, get feel that you get the musical cock block, you know. It's <laughs> like, you know, it's like, and but there's but, but there's like, but you know you feel it and like something is. I, I mean, I I definitely feel like I, I like. Ch I mean, I guess channeling is I don't I don't know what to yeah. call, but like that's like I, I definitely get in these things where I kind of, I'm somewhere else. But I'm still like in you know in control of what I'm doing. But like it's what like I'm doing, somewhere. what I'm doing as a whole is somewhere else. Yeah. Um. To me. Yeah. And like. And, um. But that like, that, you know, one percent of the time, that that happens is is very strange. Wow. It's very. And, and it's not necessarily like in a, in a good what way. It's true. very like Freaky Friday shit. Really. You know. So like, that. And I remember the first time it happened. I was. I was. I was the first. I was the first time I ever did a stadium tour, and I had a moment in, in our. And we were like opening band on the stadium tour, and I and I had a moment where, um, the band kind of took 30, 40 seconds, and uh, we did like you know like an eruption Eddie Van Halen type thing where like the band just goes like hit a big note, and I just wail on the guitar, and just have a moment. And I remember, and so I always, I every, and I never, I don't, I don't ever write out solos. Like I, everything I do is improvised. Like I mean, I'll like remember like. If I'm playing a solo from something I know, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll play like the main, the memorable okay, parts. Okay. But I'm you'll riff off. I riff off the of base. that. Oh, mm -hmm. and I always like try to keep it different because yeah. if somebody's listening to like a video of it, I don't want it to sound the same and everything. Yeah. We're not a, we're not a cookie cutter type band. Yeah. We're like we're like I want to be that band that like you collect the tapes to like yeah. because every night's different. Yeah. You know and that's and that keeps it interesting for the for the spectators. It keeps it interesting for the band. Um, but yeah, those like. And it was it was during that like a little solo moment I had in a stadium full of people, um, and that was the first time. And I remember I was playing my Gresh White Falcon, and I was just like, and I just my hands were doing something in a different rhythm and cadence than I've ever done, and I'm just looking at it. And I'm just, that is going? Like, and then I kind of snap back into it. Who's driving right now? Yeah, it's, it's exactly wow. like who fucking took the wheel for a second. But then you watch what you do. And I'm like, like oh, I'm gonna try to figure experience. out how the fuck I did that. <laughs> and then you, and then you sit there for a couple hours after the gig, and you like, you're trying to figure out how you did what you did. You know, trying to figure out what the what what was that? Yeah. You know, like. So I have a question about uh, synesthesia. We didn't we didn't hit on that, but yeah. Talk, so you have a you have a mild form of what? I don't even really. I've never really been diagnosed. <laughs> I just know what I experience. And my sister, I found out in my in recent years. Who's not musically trained, but she has it as well, where certain things make her feel and see colors. Like the way that I, I tell people about it, um, like we're talking right now and I see you, right? But if I'm looking at you, like, oh, imagine a tree. You can see the tree, right? Right. So like, 
it's the same way when I'm playing like a, a note or a chord. Um, it's like um, it's like a frequency of color that yeah. I see in my brain. Like I feel it. I see. You have your eyes closed to see that, or no, 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 no. I see it right now. It. Yeah, like if I'm, you know, it's like it's like certain notes. It's just like a color spectrum. Certain notes and chords create certain feelings that represent a color. Wow. Is how I know how to describe it. Wow. So you're gonna, so you have like double feedback. You've got your ear that's that's mm. per, that's got perfect pitch, and then you've also got colors that can tell you if your pitch is like. Where kind of, yeah. It's like a feeling. It's like it, it's it's. I don't think like. Oh, it's blue. Code, like, code red. It's blue. Like, no, it's like we missed that it's supposed to be green. We're like, all right. Like, code red. <laughs> no, it, like, it's not like it's not like it's not like it's like I don't know. It's very hard to describe because it's like in the same way in the same way that it's hard to describe the tree that you're seeing. Yeah. Like, but you're still looking at it. Right? Yeah, you, you see it. Yeah, you got. You're it. seeing it right now, but you're we're seeing each other, so it's there. But it's not like it's not like. Hey, <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's, so, it's not like it's like it's hey. it's B flat, motherfucker. <laughs> it's B flat. I'm kind of bluish. You know, like you know. That's funny. It's so actually, funny. I was curious oh because you just created when, a whole new character I, for a children's show. When I do mushrooms, I can sometimes I like every now and again like a loud a loud noise will come on like a speaker or something where it like startles me and when that loud noise comes on I see in my field I see like a big mm -hmm. blur mm -hmm. and it's got like many different colors and like mm -hmm. it's like like rainbows but differently rearranged yeah and I'm like so is that am I like if I could identify that color if I could always see that would I be able to identify a note that, that was being played mm -hmm. or like how would that yeah work? I think well I mean I so. I think so. I don't know for sure. I think because I think it, I, I, I only know from my personal experience and my training and dedication to my instrument what I know is possible of what I can do. I because a lot of people tell me like, oh, I can't sing. I can't like I think everybody can sing. I think everyone can. It's just a matter of taking the time. Some people more need more time to learn how to do it than others. And I think everybody. It's, I think everybody can do it. And I, I think everyone can learn how to sing in, in pitch. Um, I think everybody is a lot more conscious, vibrationally conscious than they realize. Yes. You're, you're so, so that, more tuned than So, eyes. and I just got luck. And I think that the only reason that the door got a little more open for me as a kid is because, like I was saying earlier, because I grew up with very poor vision. Like the first five years of my life, I everything was like, if you try to like out of focus your eyes or put on someone's glasses and you can't, you know, like it looked like that. I, and so every, I learned how to sense things and like, so and I still have that thing. I have very weird select hearing. That like so I, I pick up weird mm -hmm. stuff that most people don't. And, and like, and it's, and, and, and it's like vice versa. Sometimes some, I, I, it's, I'll hear somebody will be like, you like, no, I really like, but I also, that's also, I have like some high end hearing loss from years of loud amplifiers, loud, loud, loud amplifiers. And do you wear and, earplugs when you, when you play? Very rarely. I, I, it, it takes me out of it. I don't, yeah. I, and, I, and I'm, I'm very careful about I my, my felt that way I, I'm very careful about my, I, I do wear, so like in gigs where I have to wear in-ear monitors, I have a custom made one where it's just one nice. mono ear. So I can still, cause it like, it takes me out of the experience mm. having both ears in. I, I, I can't, it sound, I can't, I can't like play a rock show and feel like I'm listening to an iPod. So how, how do you, uh, 
offset for the for the like what are you doing to protect your hearing ears? Is it just like kind of crapshoot? Hopefully you don't lose it, but you're gonna um, to stay in it. You know? I mean, I'm very conscious of my stage volume, um, or angling an amp, so it's not. It's more just like, um, yeah, it's more just about making sure that nothing gets too out of whack, or I'm not too, or if I'm near a drummer and it's really loud. Like I think a lot of it too is like I'm like a lot of the guys I'm playing with are so they're such great players they're really they're really dynamically conscious uh, uh, like like it, it, or or up to the to like what's going on so I'll know like when I can go over kind of close to the drum set you know like and I'm I'm not getting my ear blown, blown out um, so it just kind of yeah I'm, just, I'm I'm conscious of it but I also it's one of those things I'm like it's risk reward type yeah, thing. yeah 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 because I I know that mm -hmm. like. It's, I, I think I know, I'll know when, I think I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, like fingers crossed, like w and while I'm in like going into like maybe like through my 40s when I can still be like fairly agile if I take good care of myself, like running around on stage and playing, like I, like, I feel like I, there will come a time where I'll like not be, when, I, when, I, when my body, physical body kind of slows down and I'm not as agile, I'll be able to kind of sit and chill and, and 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 adapt to that. Yeah, you know, and I I could probably do that, but like I, for right now, like I, I know that there is a lot of dangers in that. I mean, it's I and I I've had a couple of close calls where somebody like a sound guy turned a pack up too loud oh. and shot him. You know, it's like I could remember there's one time I couldn't Dang. hear I couldn't hear for like three days. Oh my god, on my right ear. And that's the thing. Another reason why I don't like to wear ear monitors because you don't have you get technicians, yeah. you get inexperienced technicians oh. or, or or lazy, uh, reckless people that oh. they, that which doesn't happen very often. But I've had it happen enough times oh. to where it's that's, that's caused more ear damage than any loud amplifier oh. that I've I ever was had. talking to somebody with the daughter. Mm -hmm. She was she was saying yeah. that she got she got major damage. Major damage, like, yeah, like she had to like. But this thing was kind of low noise, yeah. that it was, it was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I just found out about it. Horrific. Um, Feels like your soul just dropped into this lifetime. Yeah. As much as you need to practice and practice and practice at something, it just seems all part of your soul. So miraculous. It's just yeah, I mean, the colors and hearing the notes and, you know. Yeah, but I... I and feeling into the art of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I going back into that whole thing we were saying earlier, though, like, I, a part of me still feels like with enough dedication, people could really, like, hone in. Tap it. It just, I just think I got it a little easier than most. Like, I think people can become just, in general, vibrationally sensitive. And to me, the way I experience music and the pitches and, and, and pulling them and knowing what they are, it's all one and the same. I like. I don't see how if somebody's like, whether that's like how somebody on paper would classify this relative pitch being able to pull something out. I think over time you do it and you dedicate enough time to it, you can be sensitive to any pitch. I really. I. I. And I could be. I could be wrong. No, you're hearing. But your hearing is so much like with your eyes. If you take the color yeah. scale and you move one shade, you can't. Your eyes can't see it. But if you did that with hearing. With on the same same scale with you know you notice the noise and the, and the difference yeah. in noise. And I've said you put anybody in a different in any type of different setting that's completely what they're not used to long enough they're gonna adapt to it in some way shape or form. Yeah. I just you know and it's just and that's the thing is like I think 
that's why I think maybe that this could be something that lies dormant in all, just about all of us. Oh, um, it's just like, for, I just happen to have the right set of chain of events happen with my vision. And I don't know, it could just be like, because I've seen things where it's like one in every quarter million people's born with it, but then those people have to be musically trained to know that they can do it. And like music, music is just, it's a creation of us. Like, it's just like, it all boils down to vibration. It all boils down to vibration, everything. The inside, so the inside of an atom yeah. literally is, it's yeah. vibration. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's that Quantum that, entanglement, like it's, 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 it, everything boils down to that. So I don't see why at some point, it just kind of feels like, like music is a, it's, there's a rule, like music and it's on paper, like how we structure it and do these things is great. It's amazing. It's created some incredible, incredible pieces of art and, and throughout just countless, you know, like, Tracking. yeah, just, it's like for, for as far back as time goes, like, it's like rhythm, you know, and like, but like, there's something I think that I, I think that you have to have kind of an open mind to look past the page. Even whether you want to do that a lot or a little bit, I think you have to do it a little bit because it, it'll, it just, it, it, it will take a cookie cutter thing and like shave it into its own unique mm -hmm. snowflake. Yeah. 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 So, being so, able to move somebody. Yeah. And, and, well, and, and, just, and, and, your, and yourself. Yeah. Being able to be out of the confines yeah. of something, but like do it with respect to what you're working with. Do it in a way that's like, you know, if I play a note, you know, bending the note as opposed to sliding into the note, you know, and there's, and those things can be put on a musical page, but there's little teeny tiny attitude things right. that can be very, very difficult to, gotcha. that they, they, they come from within you. Yeah. It's the difference of, you know, two musicians in the same, you know, same thing in the same category, same similar style, but we don't know no two people play exactly the same. You know, so it's like, it's just that it's important to lean into that. Yeah. You know, I, I think, I, as a musician, I mean, it, it, it also depends on what your purpose of what you do is. If you were there to just play what is asked and be part of something bigger, there's that right, too. Right. And that's and, that, and that's amazing. Yeah. And like, but I think if you if it's something where it's like a personal journey with your instrument, whether it's in, in from the safety of your own home or to the masses or somewhere in between, Doing those things for yourself are such a beautiful thing to help you learn about yourself. How you express yourself through this thing that everybody has the same tools, same strings, but how can I make it a little bit? How can I like, you know, with guitar, when in guitar players, a lot of the times that comes out of like vibrato. Like the way that this like, you know, like this guitar player is gonna bend the note. You know, like, or a little stuttery thing, you know, like, or, you know. The vibrato is very much your fingerprint, you know, so and as, a, as a player, and, and a lot of ways, really? not always, but like in a, in a lot of guitar players that bend strings and do that stuff, like, or like, you know, just. That is interesting. And that's yeah. all vib there, vibration, yeah. vibrato, you know. Yeah. It's a, There's yeah, your personalities in there their somewhere. vibrato, and that's yeah. always what gets me, yeah, is the way that they bend their strings or create that vibrato. I'm like, 
Yeah. Wow. So it pulls me in. As you're talking about your journey and like sacrifices and the way the world's been, like you've you've had your trials and tribulations with drugs and alcohol. You you made a change that like in the last couple of years. What's that change been like, and how has it impacted you? Uh, it's been amazing. It's been wonderful. Um, what drove the decision? Just wanting to be the best version of myself, nice. especially being with her. Nice. But uh, yeah. well, we've we've seen remarkable. Tra- I mean, you, you're not gonna you're not gonna teach your own horn, so I'll do a little bit for you. But yeah. You've busted your ass in yeah. the last in the last couple of years to like turn yourself like become that best version of yourself, and you like you're putting in the work, man. Like a lot Thanks. of work. Like, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Kudos, so, kudos to yeah. you on that. I so and you guys are opening up a guitar shop. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Oh, um, tell damn. us about this for a little yeah, um, quickie, if it's okay. So, yeah, and actually, this I, I haven't really talked about it publicly yet, but okay, um, okay. Sin City Strings and Musical Things will be will be uh, coming to Las Vegas in November. Sin, uh, say, say it again, Sin? Sin City Strings and Musical Things. I love it. Mm-hmm. I it's love awesome. it. So um, you guys are you so you're this is a uh, this is vintage guitar and you guys are you guys are going and collecting all this stuff is there these are parts of your collection yeah, already yeah, that yeah mm-hmm. we're um we've been over the last few months like building up inventory mm-hmm. and uh, like something to kind of present uh, to open up a shop and um yeah it's really exciting like what's the what's the shop gonna look like what's what's it gonna be how's it gonna be unique from we're gonna be well we're gonna be appointment only is kind of a, oh, a big wow. a big dis- like difference between like us and like a guitar center or, sure. or something um it's i wanted to just kind of be like a musical haven for like all the local people here and you know like a place like where people can like really have like they can they can come in make an appointment and just like look around and be like oh this guitar speaks to me i don't have anybody else you know like around you know i can sit there oh, have a moment okay i find some cool unique stuff that's not like straight out of a CNC machine factory, you know, like all this new mass produced stuff, Mm -hmm. like old guitars, you know, some of them, some of them really clean and pristine. Some of them have been a little, you know, like player grade or like worn, loved, Mm -hmm. you know, but they have story and, you know, they have like a vibe Mm -hmm. to them. So like, that's like, I really want it to be a place where people can like really have the, like just the, it's the word like I guess, I guess just like um, an intimate time finding their instrument, and it's also going to be a spot where we can record and like you know I'm gonna I'm gonna use it kind of as a base for the band, um, like what you know we're gonna have a little recording studio in there, so I'm gonna like demo a lot of our stuff, and um, so we're always gonna have we'll probably have a rehearsal room in there at some point too that we'll um, rent out for if bands need to practice like a separate unit. That That's we'll, but we're we're right now we're just focused on like having a place where we can yeah. have a bunch of cool gear mm-hmm. and people That's and amazing. like people just can come down and kind of shoot the shit and it's just something a little a little different that Vegas doesn't have it's right needed. now. Vegas yeah. there, there is a great shop here, so um, here when I first moved here Cowtown Guitars and sadly it's, sadly yeah. Cowtown's They're not around gone. anymore and yeah. I moved back here and I'm like man I just I saw an opportunity to like bring something really cool to the community and that's what we're going to try and do. Nice. Are you going to do lessons at the uh, Yeah, I'll be place? teaching out of there as well. Yeah. And I, I mean a couple other of uh, my friends do you have, that are great guitar players so and um cool. And, uh, and and probably some bass players and maybe, maybe drums depending on what we do. But we'll uh, keys, drums, bass, or so keys, guitar, bass. Somebody wanted to to get a hold of you and book you. How'd they feel about that? Um, well, just keep an eye out for Sin City Strings and Musical Things, or you can go on my Instagram, Ian Crawford Guitar. And um, but that's we'll have stuff up real shortly. We're getting ready. To, we're doing all the um, promo and just uh, all that stuff here soon. So it's, yeah, it's coming along. 
Um, yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you guys. Um, I feel like I'm sitting with a soul, like just this. <laughs> This big bright soul. That was beautiful, very man. That was special. like, is there anything else yeah. that you wanted to bring up? I feel like we hit oh, no. a bunch of things uh, that I wanted to get very to. Very sacred. No, you know, keep, it out, keep it out for Gladys the Show and Space Horse. <laughs> you know, there's, uh, there's actually maybe there is something you can decide if you want to dig into it or not. Um, you talked a little bit about your spirituality and your connection through like the channel and, and like, what, tell us a little more about your spirituality. Like, since this is observing consciousness and we're all about spirituality. I know. I'm like... Um, I feel like through, it was music first for me, but also just like love with somebody that, you know, you care about more than anything. And especially mm -hmm. when you have those two things going well at the same time, that was really a big channel opening for me to like really experience both bigger, amplify both of them bigger. And, it, and it's, it's taught me a lot, or it made me understand, I think, a little more about just what, what is, you know, and what we are and how we all connect and how, like, you know, so it's just, it's kind of, I'm just kind of on that journey right now of really trying to, I don't really feel like the need to fully understand it, you know, it's just like, but I more, I'm just, I'm, I'm very, I'm like a very, curious individual i'm more of just like I'm, I'm just i'm exploring it i'm exploring like what like what you know what it's like the little senses that we have with each other when people pick up you know like it's just like you know you think about someone you haven't thought about a long time and then they call you yeah you know? so Energy. like yeah. so like so like those things and like why those things are yeah and just like and it's just kind of like getting myself out of the old wave like the 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 the, the way and everyone's way is different but the way that we're brought into the world and conditioned because most of us don't break out we're sinking into a lower vibration that really you know is is kind of like you can vibrate at a certain level and sometimes you get pulled being everything is vibration you know being empathetic and so tuned into vibration you can easily take those rides and those mm -hmm. journeys of being sucked into mm -hmm. different vibrations and then you start getting around more high vibrational people again, mm -hmm. you know, and then it starts to amplify your entire vibration. And, and yeah, and that's happened for all of us, I feel mm -hmm. like, as we've all been connecting mm -hmm. too. It's just something to notice. Yeah. And it's just something interesting as you're relating your yeah. journey right now. Yeah, like, and it just, you know, it just, like, yeah. No, 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 yeah, um, sorry, it, um, uh, it just kind of, um, it kind of winks at you more. Harder. you know it's just kind of like it, 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 like of like what's what's all going on around you because I think there's a lot more going around us all the time that most of us just don't sense we don't see we don't feel because we are distracted or we ego ego is a huge one so loud that you can't you can't oh that's that's yeah that senses. drowns out a lot of stuff and, and we all have an ego you know we all have it's what, what's there to protect it's, 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 it's we all have thing. it's just it's just what it develops into yeah, it's and, not, it's, and what it, you know, it's, 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 it's an entity in itself. And, yeah. and you know, so it's, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's just, it, well, it's, the, the ego is there to protect you, but it like when it misunderstands, like what it's, what it's, the input is, like, like what kind of love that it, it's like, Oh, this is, 
this love is like it's judgmental, but you think that's what that's what loving somebody is. is you mm -hmm. you say I love you, and then you talk shit about them. <laughs> you know that's and then that's you you develop that idea of love, and you try to pass that around because that's what you this is what love is. Yeah, and you're like I'm just trying to show you my love like, I, by telling you all the things I love. I had a whole I had a whole thing about ego yesterday, a whole realization. Mm. But that's like what our next episode we're gonna do a we're whole doing, episode. Yeah, we're gonna, so yeah, we're gonna have that experience. We're digging into yeah, the again. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if there's something you want to well, share. Well, just uh, overall, it was, um, I was asking for help on um, trying to be the best at what I do with my horses in particular. And it was just like, you have to take your ego completely out. And I'm like, well, I have, but it's like, no, like, gone, like, completely out. Like, you're a curious, like, sponge. Like, no, there is no, like, attachment. Like, it's got to be gone. So I was just like getting feelings of like what that would feel like, and I was like, "This is actually like where Sur I need to go." Surrender, you know. Wow. It was cool. So I'm excited to work with that. <laughs> I, I love Ian how you're always coming back to the senses. Yeah. And how you describe the senses, and how you experience the senses—is that really kind of being your church too? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really kind of being like. It's always made me for, like you know growing up. I didn't really have anybody to really relate to about it. Yeah. You know, so it's like I always felt very kind of like, kind of just different, you know, yeah. because it was like with what I was doing, it just, it just hit me, it just all kind of clicked on like, not intentionally, I didn't really know what I was dealing with, just the same way I didn't know I was hearing B flat to C, you know, you know, like that, that we were talking about at the beginning, you know, so it's, it's just, but just knowing it's there and kind of understanding it and then being curious and diving into it is it's fascinating. It's, it's, it called to you. It just sounds like yeah. it's just something. And you, you had to answer. I think it calls to everybody. I think really it's just you gotta you. you gotta really. Yeah. I think a lot of people just don't seize opportunity. Well, yeah. you, you can, out of fear of losing, out of blue. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. yeah. And, and I, it's. I think we all we all have our moments in time. Yeah. And, yeah. If you think about it though, like yeah. the fear of the fear of missing out on something, you, if you put if you dedicate so much time to a craft, like something else is being given up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you have to sacrifice, and it's like you know, for pure love of what you do, it makes, it makes sense. But something is being sacrificed because there's you could be spending your time doing some other thing that mm -hmm. maybe just as beneficial and you know some healing way for yeah. you yeah. as what yeah. music can do. But at the same same time, you you'll never really know because it's so you, you can be baking banana so bread. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's in an alternate universe. <laughs> I yeah. Um, Okay. Sorry. Okay. Ready to wrap it up? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. No, that's good. That's um, good. We love you, Ian. Right. Yeah, thank Can you guys we... so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much, Ian, yeah. for being here. Yeah. Thank you. All right